a 16-year-old singer and songwriter from Ireland stepped onto the X Factor stage. What's your name? Nice. Nice what? Fun. Why are you here today? I'm here to be the best artist I can be. And forever changed the course of his life when he made it to the final rounds where he was put into a group with four other contestants. Zane, Malik, Liam Payne, Harry Styles. Oh my God. Guys, follow me this way. The group went on to become one of the biggest boy bands of all time, releasing five studio albums and winning numerous awards and accolades worldwide. That's what makes you one Direction quickly became a household name before going on indefinite hiatus in 2016. In 2017, Niall Horan released his debut solo album, Flickr, which received critical acclaim and debuted at number one on the Billboard charts, spawning hit singles, This Town, and Slow Hands. to 2023 where Niall is not only sitting in a coveted chair as a judge on The Voice but is also preparing to release his third studio album The Show led by his latest single Heaven Welcome to the show Want some mash with that banger Bang 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 Would you like some gravy with that bangers and mash? <laughs> I love gravy. Magic, magic. Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Niall Horan. Here's Josh Brew Brubaker. Welcome back to another episode of the Spout Podcast. Today, our guest of honor, Niall Horan. Man, hello there, sir. Dude, we're so excited you're here. Oh my gosh, um, you have so many things going on that we want to dive into. The music. is officially out the music video mm -hmm. it's on The Voice Hey Voice fans it's Niall here I am so ready to make some artist dreams come true Team Niall let's do this It's gonna be great man Let's do it Give it up for our season 23 coaches Niall Horan He's in the circus he's juggling you're doing everything How's <laughs> I, life been? I, I do feel like I'm in a circus <laughs> um, Yeah no it's, it's great everything's good um, um, obviously took some time away and then started making the record and then that obviously makes it feel like I've been away for a lot longer but um, yeah it's, it's just it's good to be good to be back in, in the mix and just like I think the overriding feeling like for the last couple of years has been watching going to festivals watching gigs watching award shows watching TV performances and then just being like I'm jealous like mm. the jealousy thing is my biggest takeaway from everything these days I just want to be doing what they're doing um, so that's why I was trying to get the album out and, and be back yeah yeah 
Well, the Spout Podcast, you know, is where we spout off about more than what you're famous for. So some quick rapid fire questions to start. Okay. What would Niall Horan be doing tomorrow if you couldn't be a singer or performer? I reckon if I'd be a professional golfer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sure your answer is the same thing. I wish. Um, or the NBA. But we didn't <laughs> oh, really? put those jeans. I love basketball. Okay. Okay. Uh, even the Pistons? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There you go. And um, yeah, I definitely would have been. I feel like, I always think to myself, if I had more time to play, I'd be decent. Yeah. Yeah. So go- professional golfer would have been nice. Are you a frustrated golfer? Like when you're out there? Yeah, but I've gotten to the point with it now where I'm good enough for what I need it for, which is not much more than weekend golf and... I'll always be able to string a few holes together to make it look like I'm half decent. Yeah. And then if I have a disaster, then I just go, oh, I usually don't play like this. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get it. Um, I heard a quote somewhere where it was like, you're not good enough to be that mad. I'm like, ah, that changed my perspective ever since. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, why am so I this upset? so true. Yeah, and like I, sometimes I like playing like golf pro-ams and, yeah. um, and if I hit a bad one, I would like look at the pro and be like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. And he was like, you're not even in the top 50% of the worst golfers I've seen in pro am so it makes me feel a bit better you know but but me and my game that's my goal one day i want to be i want to be part of that and <laughs> do a pro am who'd you put to play with playing a few um i'm just gonna sound like an, an idiot now um roy mcelroy i've played with um <laughs> casual my good friend justin rose uh tyrell hatton uh, yeah i've played in a few it's unbelievable yeah there's amazing it's just incredible to see it up up close and personal we were talking a little bit about it before this but you have like is it a management company for golfers yeah you manage manage a lot of european tour lpj players um and a couple of pga tour players and it's uh yeah it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's like a nice little side hustle that I've got, and yeah. um, obviously because of my love of golf, I'm heavily, heavily invested in, in, in every way. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're, you know, you're in your entrepreneur stage. Now. Yeah, I guess so. But the, it's in something that I like. Are, yeah, golf. I mean, what I wanted to get into. <laughs> like, it's not something you'd hate going to every day. I'll like, <laughs> have to hit the Detroit Link someday. When yeah, hundred percent. So. Oh my God, I would love to play. Is it TPC? Yep. Yeah, that's the professional yeah, one. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Absolutely. So good. All right, if you crashed your hotel room and went through your bags, what's the most ridiculous thing you brought on the road with you? Okay. Good question. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up my sleeves here. Um, um, I'm a big... The most ra- I'm like such like an old man. Like there's just, there's like candles in my bag and like I have a, I carry a, a handheld steamer. Ooh. So I can like steam my clothes. We're the same person. I yeah. do the same thing. I'm like just... Yeah, I don't like anything creased or anything like that. I'm just like a bit OCD like that. There's so nothing I'm, worse than getting to an event and you're like, oh my God, no. you unfold your bag and it's just the most... Especially when you live out of a suitcase like I do. Yep. You know, like it's, they're always going to be creased if you don't do anything with them. So I carry a handheld steamer, my own hair dryer, like <laughs> the hair dryer all the toiletries, all the bits and pieces. But then nothing really extravagant after that. I saw someone go on Shark Tank where they were like pitched a like duffel suit for weddings. Can you oh. imagine that? Like it was the most wrinkled thing in the world. Oh my god! Hey, a business you could get into if you want to. You know, no, <laughs> no. he obviously didn't get any investment. No, he did not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, it's amazing. And then your for you page. Um, what do you see when you're swiping on on TikTok? Just a, these lot days? Been, you, a lot of golf. Yeah, a lot of golf. You pop up every now and then. That actually. is mind blowing. Yeah, it's great. Hey, we just made one. You should check it out. This is showbiz, baby. (laughs) Fill it in. Um, Yeah, so like golf, um, interior design. I'm big into interior design. It's probably the OCD thing where you're like, you know, the organization. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all the like plastic tubs for cupboards and like, you know, for keeping things organized in the house. All that kind of stuff. I'm uh, 
I'm basically a 60, 60 year old man. <laughs> it's all good. You probably put the birthday in wrong when you signed up for TikTok. 1960 something. Honestly. With Heaven being the first single Nile has dropped in three years, fans are clamoring for any information about his upcoming album, The Show. I've been down these wormholes where it's just like so much music stuff and yeah. you popped up the other day and it's like conspiracies about who's going to be on this album. Is there anyone you've worked with before that might be on this project? Uh, no. No. no, no. I've definitely written with a couple of people I've worked with before. Yeah. Maybe the songs that make the record or whatever, but um, no. There's yeah. no, nothing nothing old. Got you. Mm-hmm. June 9th, though. It's coming out. June 9th. Here. Heaven is out now, which is so good. If you haven't heard it yet, my gosh. Stuck in all our heads. Why was Heaven the, the single to be first? Just felt right, you know, I had, I wanted to make like a 10 track album and it's the kind of, just even the way the intro comes in and, and the way the chorus is set up, it just felt like a nice way to start. Yeah. And the reaction has been like, oh, off the charts, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. You know, like, you never know, do you? When like, you're releasing stuff, especially haven't been away for that long, it's just a scary prospect, but um, week one. <laughs> It's going, yeah, exactly. it's, it's going okay so far let's so say that so I'm just good. not going to speak too soon yeah and that's to get ahead to the album but like the show what's kind of the inspiration behind that name yeah the show was like one of the first like conceptual things that I wrote down mm-hmm. um, and it kind of set up as like a metaphor for life so it was kind of I was able to then have a through line for the album and all of the all of the songs about life would always um, attach back to you know, lend itself back to the show. So that's where it came. I felt, I always felt like, I always like to have a strong concept before I even start. Mm. Cause if you just go in there blind and writing songs about this and writing songs about something completely different, it never seems to feel like a one piece of one work. piece of work. Yeah. Um, so I like to get, before I start, I like to, you know, stick down some ideas of where I see myself con- conceptually and where I'm at in my head and my life and all that kind of thing. No stranger to receiving feedback while standing on the stage of a talent show. This year, Niall switched it up by sitting in the judge's chair as one of the newest additions to The Voice. Speaking of one piece of art, we can't escape you. Our ears, our eyes, the voice. Um, what's like the best advice while you're doing this whole process? Um, did you surprise yourself at all and like give a piece of advice or like, wow, that's pretty good to a contestant? You look like you just loved it. And I can tell by your voice. I love these like natural shakes that you've got. Such a nice thing to hear in a voice. You very rarely hear it. It's super unique. Song choice was great. Love that song. Sign of the Times, when it came out, it wasn't like your obvious pop song. It was like a, it was a bit alt, it was off to the left a bit, and that's what you scream. Like, there's so many different artists that you can think of, and so many different genres. I can hear you singing rock, I can hear you singing all sorts. When I turned around and see how much fun you were having, I was like, this, this girl. I would love to have you on Team Nile. Oh, God. I've, I've done a lot of talking yeah. on The Voice over the last while, so, um, God, uh, that's that's crazy. Um, I don't know. A lot of it's like vocal stuff. And I just think the biggest thing with a show like The Voice is you get a lot of serious level singers on the show and it's about like making them realize that they're on a TV show and you should like enjoy it for what it is. Because mm. I think that was what I took away from when I was on The X Factor. I just really enjoyed the whole fact that I was on like one of the biggest shows in the country and like, you know, I'm getting to do something that not many people get to do. Yeah. I still try and carry that now. Um, yeah, so I've been trying to tell the contestants that a little bit. Yeah, that's great advice. And you've seen so many different things and different perspectives in the music industry. Is there anything that you'd like want to see changed or done differently Oof. now that you've been in it for a while? 
God, I think it, it, it's definitely getting better. Well, I was always lucky, but like having a solid base around you as an artist and people that having a label or whatever, like I'm so lucky like that allow me to just go and do things mm-hmm. that I want to do. No one's ever trying to like push things down my neck or a sound that they think would work. You know, I'm kind of a, a different artist to what's you know out there mostly. You know, I'm an album guy and I like to make solid w- works of art and pieces of work that I I feel really proud of instead of releasing a song just for the sake of it. And just, I think, I don't know if it's happening. I guess it is. It's happening to me. But yeah, just having that, like, allow the artist to be to be free. Um, and yeah, that's basically it, really. And while fans might sit in front of their televisions to watch Niall, what is Niall sitting in front of his television to watch? Other than The Voice, watching you on that, or maybe you watching The Voice, what's something we'd be surprised that you watch? Wow. I, yeah, I'm obsessed with true crime. Oh my god! <laughs> I watched. I watched another crazy one on HBO last night. It was nuts. Which one was it? You uh, remember the, the name? Mur- at all? The murder. Oh, Oh, the Verdaw murders. Yeah. You got a name like that. You're Is pretty it from much over, over your way. No, or it wasn't Michigan, was it? No, it's Carolina, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, uh, nowhere near your way at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was watching that. That's, uh, there's some wild ones out there. That's what I basically like. I, that's what I basically only watch. I'm I'm terrible at like movies. Isn't that bad? That and, the like, attention span. We're just only like, if it's like. Like the the best movie I've seen recently is Banshees of Inisherin, and, and mm. that's because I watched In Bruges. Callum Sonny Larry, didn't you? He used to be the best of friends. We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Sit somewhere else. And Martin McDonough, who made In Bruges, had Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell and that, and then I was like, I love In Bruges. It's like a classic cult classic and I was like if they're in it again and he's making it I'm going to watch that and it's obviously based in Ireland and the whole thing but honestly <laughs> such a good film apart from that I'm just like a, all the apps looking for a true crime I'll watch yeah. anything uh, have my favourites but that's what I live for basically <laughs> I got to see the premiere the other night would you ever go see um, Cocaine Bear a bear did cocaine Apex Predator <laughs> high on cocaine out of its mind. Have you heard of that? Oh, I've seen the, the, the signs for it, and apparently it's just the wildest It was storyline of all time. I haven't seen that yet. I need yeah. to watch that. I think some That of, reminds me. I'll be watching that tonight. There you go. I yeah. mean, get ready, man. I Once it was done, I thought someone put something in my popcorn, because I was like, what did I just watch? It is a doc, isn't it? No, it's like a it's a dramatic movie. It's oh, really? not what happened. <laughs> like there awesome. was a story about a bear that got into some cocaine in the eighties. It like died, but they made this like it went on a murder rampage. Oh right, I thought it was, I thought it was like a doc of like some bear that like they came across something and was yeah. like tearing no, the place it's a trip, apart. Man, but you should see it just because like you'll have a laugh. You'll right, be like, what is going on? I'm into that. I'm into that. While making music is the crux of his passion, getting out on the road to perform in front of his fans is really where he comes alive. Looking ahead at your tour dates, you excited to perform again? Like getting on the road, doing festivals, your own shows again? Yes, like that's my that's right in my wheelhouse. Like I'm like studio is amazing. Love making the records. Um, you know the promotional stuff, the run around all the TV shows, going from nation to nation. But then like there's nothing better than like putting a show together 
feeling really good about it and just getting out there and doing it, you know, because yeah. like you're going to people who really want to see you, you know, like they've saved their money up, they've worked hard to pay for tickets and I just love the idea of trying to give everything for an hour every night, an hour and a half every night. Um, give the people what they want give the people the <laughs> yeah. what their money's worth and just having a good time I love touring like the, the whole vibe of it the bus city to city the amount of golf I get to play right. and you know like so in the States a lot of the time we'll do like amphitheatre so we'll be outside a lot and working out and I just love that on the road feel yeah um, I've always have that's all I've known really like right. my whole 13 year career that's all we did was tour wow 13 years is wild yeah that's when I think about it like that it's nuts it's only recently that I've been like Christ that's a long time like, <laughs> reflected like oh, yeah, oh Christ <laughs> I'm getting old well one of the questions we got asked the most from fans they see the Boston date you know coming up they're yeah. like Niall what's happening like when, <laughs> when are you going to come back like do you have plans to come in, in the US and do the whole thing well I'll be all over your TV screens um, <laughs> from March yeah. to May and and um then I've got like I've been doing that one in Boston, Boston Calling, um, at the end of Mar- at the end of May, and then we're obviously looking at other ones um, that we could do. And then agents, promoters, and I have been sitting down and chatting about the routing of a tour and when we can do it and what type of venue and all that stuff. So I'll leave us to it for a second, then I'll, I'll get back to you. But I'll, I, I am looking forward to touring touring the states is so fun it's gonna so. be really it's gonna be really magical when you know you break out heaven and they know the lyrics I and you're singing it back to you it's gonna be so exciting um kind of flipping on that if you could have dinner with anybody in heaven who yeah. would you choose oh, that's a question and a half i always get asked this oh do you yeah who do you want to have yeah dinner well, with like, in heaven usually it's like they usually say dead or alive but um oh got you i thought uh, i was being clever for a second no 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 <laughs> but like it's it's better it's like now it's i'm in denial uh, <laughs> no, come on bro you're better than that um i'm not <laughs> oh my god um arnold palmer uh frank sinatra and oh my god that's a good question wow christine mcphee from Fleetwood Mac who passed recently that mm. would be that would be a table and a half um, yeah. was that was that meant to be like a, that was the, the root of the question of course yeah, yeah, okay, what else would be uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course <laughs> that was always that's when I get answers. there <laughs> but yeah no absolutely I yeah. mean a whole table you could be as many as you want I mean that's I've, that's it's a loaded question so I'm, <laughs> you could come up with names it's impressive you know and yeah, gosh yeah. you know for um, thinking about those music legends and like I feel bad I'll never get to see like Queen live or something you know yeah. like I'd love to talk to him and, and see them obviously like Freddie Mercury but yeah. for millions you're their first concert you know yeah. uh, who was your first concert wow the Eagles oh my gosh what see, a banger to start with I know my dad was obsessed with the Eagles and when he was younger uh, in the 70s and, and 80s obviously it was so easy to get into the Eagles in the 70s it was just pure the, some of the great songs of all time from Hotel California and then when I was like four they came to Ireland and I went to the gig and I remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. Nuts. I remember everything. Um, and then they just became my favorite band ever. Classic. After that. I got, I got, yeah. I got reared on some good stuff. <laughs> Most people don't have that. That first, you just like, you know, a, a pop, like, or not even pop, but like, you know, it's your like, my Disney fan. <laughs> I was the first one to go, but Eagles is legendary. Yep. It's always a constant battle, right? Eating healthy slash eating quickly when you don't have the time to like sit down and prepare a full meal versus saving money. Factor here to help you out with all of those things. It's America's number one ready to eat meal kit. They're nutritious chef prepared meals delivered straight to your door. When I say these things are delicious, I mean in all of the ways. 
They're flavor-packed meals. They help you live your life to its fullest. You have different options, too, depending on what your dietary restrictions are or just what you're feeling for that week. You got keto, vegan and vegetable, calorie smart, protein plus, and more. There's 34 options in total per week. Plus, you can replenish on your snacks, too. There's an assortment of over 45 different add-ons on top of the meals. So if you want to cut back on the takeout, you want to save a little bit of money, be a little smarter with how you're eating, Factor is the way to go. And by the way, did I mention these meals are ready in less than two minutes? Right now, head to factormeals.com slash spout50 and use code spout50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code 50 at factormeals.com slash spout50 to get 50% off your first box. I'm Bella Giannulli. And I'm Jamie Belushi. And we are the hosts of the Nail Polish Sisters podcast. We've got a lot of questions. Luckily, this podcast is about us bringing on friends, experts, and very interesting people each week who can help answer those questions. We've been best friends since we were five, and it's time to open up the inner circle. I think we'll be friends. Tune in Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at the Nail Polish Sisters. All right, so you were in Joshua Tree for the song. Um, as we wrap up, I want to know the experience. Like, why out there? Did yeah. you too inspire any of that? Like, um, what's so special about the desert? I suppose we just we listened to a lot of you two on the way there. there you, you know, go. you see the first sign for Joshua Tree on the way out there, and you're like, right, let's, yeah. it's time to put it on. Like an hour away, put the record on. But yeah, like, I mean, obviously, I probably wouldn't have even known what Joshua Tree was without mm-hmm. without you two. Um, but it's just a good place to like it's close to LA we can all drive out there it's a couple of hours away we can like really knuckle down on what we're trying to do no one's trying to leave and go home and for dinner or sticking kids in bed and stuff like that it's just like proper focus just I'm very close with all the people that I work with I keep a small team and we're just like it's just like going to write tunes with your friends and yeah we were having a great laugh just having a few drinks at all hours and like swimming around and writing songs in the pool and just like just having a good time it was hot out there I wouldn't say that like the old AC I'm sure I hope it would be for sure but even like the the difference between the inside and opening the door was like walking into an oven it was like 110 15 degrees out there that pool water's like not even hot yeah it's like a bath Um, but yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun I'm so glad we did that because it came at the perfect time I was about two thirds of the way through the record yeah like I solidified you know maybe six seven songs and then it was about getting those last few and knowing what the bulk of the album sounded like it made it made it so much easier You're like we're going to write this type of song and we're going to make it sound like this um so yeah it was just a, a yeah. great trip i'll be doing that again for sure amazing yeah. you gotta keep the contact the airbnb's number <laughs> right, yeah. greg i'm coming back we're back <laughs> well june night the show is officially out um being with such talented people on the voice like have you shared any of the new songs with them just like hey check it out do you know what i haven't um i've played heaven to them before they came out mm-hmm. and kelly's still singing it now yeah. um but yeah i should play them the record yeah yeah amazing. I don't know if they'd like it or whatever, but um, I always get scared of a chance because he's like he's such a like a musical genius. Well, that yeah, he, that I'm always fear. Like I listen to his stuff, I'm like blown away. You know, like his wow. his stuff is so cool to me. Yeah, I think Niall's got a lot of things to lean on. Obviously, the band. I was never in a band. Obviously, he's been on television competition shows, but I think the, the accent, you know, and him being Irish for some reason is exciting people. I don't know. And um, 
it's got that real like underground indie kind of vibe in, in rap and hip hop and uh, I'm always like afraid like, should I play him that and you're like would he actually like this yeah it's like the head bob check I'm yeah. like if he's not doing this I'm gonna be really upset if he's because he thinks differently about music but he would give me he'd be amazing to give notes like uh, you know he speaks a different language when it comes to music it's incredible yeah well, one of your staples as we wrap this up. Thank you so much, by the way, for coming course, on the Spout yeah, Podcast. Um, hanging out. Can we get for the followers um, just like the finger guns? One last time, say goodbye. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you listening. Nile on The Voice, the show, touring, the circus. All Catch the him everywhere. You'll see me. 2023. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, bud. To see more of this conversation, search Spout Podcast on all social networks and be sure to subscribe and follow. Plus, sign up at spoutpodcast.com to win tickets, merch, or even the chance to meet our guests. This episode of the Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, hosted by Josh Brew Brubaker, written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and created by Phil Becker. Spout.